Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, Ambitious Mamas. If you have been wanting to establish stronger rhythms and routines in your day, to help you be more effective in your mom life and business, but you can't seem to make anything stick, then this episode is for you. In today's episode, we speak to the four rhythms and routines you can add to your day to anchor yourself, increase productivity, and increase effectiveness. Hey, yeah, let's do this. I'm sharing with you the ways I use these routines, how they've changed through different seasons of my life, and how you too can begin to implement them right now. So if you're wanting to have a more productive and in control feeling in your day, then stay tuned. You are listening to episode number 80 of Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Let's go. So anybody that knows me knows it's not a secret that I don't like to be told what to do. Never have. Okay. So, you know, Little story, my mom and I have been looking at Birkenstocks to buy different styles. And I told her that I really liked the Arizona style, which for those of you that don't know the names of the Birks, those are the shoes that have the two straps that go across. So they could be considered a little more masculine than some of the other ones that have like the thong version or the little crisscrossiness going on. And she immediately said, no, those are ugly. Don't get them. And I don't like to be told what to do. I told her that. I said, I will make my own Birkenstock decision. (laughs) Oh, anyway. So I don't like to be told what to do. Never have. And it's funny to watch that come out in my children as well. My oldest is the same way. Does not like to be told what to do. Doesn't want to be told the right thing to do because she knows what it is and wants to just do it on her own. Like that is just, it's hilarious watching your personality come out in your kids. So. Anyway, when I hear someone say, hey, you need to have a morning routine to be successful. You need to do X, Y, and Z to be successful or whatever it is. Or you need to mom like this and live your mom life like this and do this and feed your kids that and yada, yada. So when I hear those things, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do. Okay. But on the flip side of that whole morning routine discussion, I do see the immense value that morning routines and rhythms in general can bring, right? They anchor us. They give us structure and not like a rigid kind of structure, but structure brings freedom. I've always said that structure brings freedom. And I definitely bring that into my motherhood journey as well, where there is structure, there is routines, not to say we rigidly stick to them. There are moments of flexibility And that's actually what structure allows us to do is to have moments where we can say, you know what, today, let's push the envelope just a little bit. Let's go a little bit outside of our normal structure routines. And that brings freedom, right? So many mom entrepreneurs, maybe this is you today, feel frazzled and you feel like you're never caught up on anything. You never feel like the to-do list is going down. You never feel like laundry is situated. You never feel like You can quite get everything you want to accomplish done, right? So is that you today? Let me ask you, is that you? And whether you have your routines on lock or you're sitting here today saying, I'd love to improve, or maybe you don't have any at all, 
right? I want to invite you into this conversation today about these four rhythms that you can incorporate now into your day and make them your own. I want to invite you today to share with me on Instagram how you will make these your own. Screenshot your show, tag me on your stories, let me know how you will begin to integrate a certain routine or rhythm we talk about today into your day. How will you make it your own and make it work for you? So I told you that I don't like to be told what to do. And I think one of the things that's actually a positive about that is it's always given me the innate ability to just look at something, look at the way other people do stuff. So I don't like to be told what to do, but I am very curious about what other people do do, right? So one of the things this allows me to do is it allows me to question what's being said to me. So somebody might give me their impression of, okay, here's how I think you should build a successful six-figure, seven-figure business, Katie. And I can look at that and say, okay, cool. Yeah, that's probably what you did. But here's Here's how I see that integrating into my life. And this is actually a skill I take into my coaching where I'm able to coach the women I work with to land on their version and their pathway to success. So I want to really start out before we dive into these rhythms and routines. I really want to encourage you to look at today and honestly look at any conversation you listen to, any opinion somebody gives you, any podcast you listen to, book you read, live video you tune into. Okay, I want you to really look at that with a critical eye and think, what do I actually need from this conversation? What can I take and apply to my business, to my life? What aligns with my values? What doesn't? Discard the rest, unapologetically discard the rest because this is not school anymore. We don't have to do everything to the T that we were taught in school how to do. It does not matter if you listen to what that girl on that podcast said, myself included. Okay, you look at it as inspiration, as something that says, can I benefit from this? Is this going to help my life? Is this going to further my business? Is this going to further my household, right? And then if it does, if it aligns, try it out. See, if it doesn't work, forget it. Throw it away. Move on. No harm done. I think what is so interesting, and this could be a whole other podcast in and of itself, is women, well, really anybody, it's kind of something that's happened in our culture in our school systems that we have been taught to blindly follow, okay, to just blindly follow what people say for us to do without really looking at it with a critical eye and say, saying, is this actually my best next step? I think it comes from not trusting ourselves a little bit and not really tuning into what we think is next best steps, right? So we are just fearfully thinking we don't have the answers. So we look to other people for the answers. Cool thing about coaching, just send there to talk about coaching real quick, is coaching lets you find your answers within yourself, which is really cool because you have the exact path that you need to take to get to your ideal business and your ideal mom life. You just need help uncovering, asking the right questions to actually figure out what that looks like and the pathway to get there. So I just really want to encourage you. Anytime you hear advice, just have that critical eye on saying, what do I need? And then unapologetically get rid of the rest. So let's get right to it. The four rhythms and routines that I want you to begin to incorporate into your day. These are going to act as anchor points. These are going to act as transition points throughout your day to help you move fluidly from one part to the next. Truth be told, I'm better at some of these than others, but <laughs> you'll I'll kind of share with you as we go through which ones I'm better at than other ones. 
But the first one I want to talk about is probably the obvious one that all of y'all have or think about having or want to have, and that is your rhythm and routine before the kids get up. So this is not really about getting up at 5 a.m. This is not like a 4 a.m. thing. This is not a any kind of an a.m. thing. This is really whether you get up two hours before, an hour before, or even 30 minutes. This is really about beginning your day before your children. Okay, so I am a big believer that this is so beneficial to get up before your kids, right? Oh my goodness. Are you in a better mood when you get up before your kids? Like it is a night and flipping day difference in my attitude when I get up before my children do. Like it is a stark difference, y'all. Maybe that's a character flaw. I don't know, but it is stark and it can really make or break our entire day. Just being truthful there. So definitely prioritize this, even if it's just 15 minutes. That gives you the ability to actually get up, make your cup of coffee before somebody's asking you for a waffle or whatever. So that is a huge difference. And I want you to listen to this. Okay, this is this comes back into the whole critical ear. Listen with a critical ear. Discard what's not possible for you unapologetically, right? There are seasons, especially in mom life, where this is not feasible. So maybe you've got a newborn or maybe your kid like literally doesn't sleep and you're up the wall all night long up with them. Okay, so there's some moments this does not apply. So just understand that we go through different seasons. We go through different ebbs and flows of our life. So just take that into account. And I want you to always look at yourself with a ton and a ton of grace. So first question to ask, what time would you like to be waking up? Okay, what's the ideal start time? And work up to it. You don't have to start at 4 a.m. You don't have to start at 5 a.m., right? How much time is ideal? Okay, think about that. So in a morning routine, the elements that I really like to encourage you to have are elements of grounding, connecting, and amplifying. So think, what do you want to do in the morning that will help ground you into your new day, connect you to your purpose, to your sores, all of that stuff, as well as amplify your goals and intentions for the day going forward. So for me, this looks like quiet time. I'm reading my Bible. I'm connecting with God. I'm journaling my prayers to him. I'm talking out openly, really just journaling very freely my thoughts and the things that come to my head to him and laying it down, right? So those are some of the ways that I ground and connect, but also setting intentions for the day, asking for his guidance, Because y'all, I can't do it on my own, right? So that is what it looks like for me. That's what the grounding, connecting, and amplifying looks like for me. And sipping my coffee while reading, journaling, and maybe adding in some deep breaths, right? That's my ideal world. Okay, that's my ideal morning. Ideally speaking, I would love an hour for that. Sometimes I'll also read a little book. I don't really read business books. I don't know if any of you have heard me talk about this on Instagram or something, but I am the person that reads five plus at this point, it's 10 plus books at a time. And I read different ones at different times throughout the day. And it also very much depends on mood and season, what I need at this time. And I'm very just fluid with it and flowy. So usually in the morning, if I pick up a book, it's going to be spiritually based, very much focused on growing that side of my life in the morning. So if there's still time after I've done all that, what I do is I'll sit down with my laptop. I open up Asana, which is our project management software. I open up my calendar, digital as well as paper. And 
I start to work on my top three tasks for the day. Okay, notice I didn't say I start to think about what my top three tasks will be. So I will actually share that tip with you in a couple more routines. So the first thing to to note here, if you're looking at my daily routine, number one, it doesn't always happen. Don't always get up every single day. Okay, work in progress here. Number two is I don't always get to work on those three tasks. I also don't always get to have an entire complete session of quiet time, reading, journaling, like nothing. It doesn't always happen perfectly. Inevitably, there's always a kid that's like, hey, mommy, right? Oh, drives me insane, you guys. (laughs) But at least we've set some foundation, some routines in place. And, And honestly, as you do this more, you'll start to crave it. And if you don't crave it, then there needs to be something that adjusts for you to actually enjoy your time in the morning where you are grounding, connecting, and amplifying. So that is routine number one. So routine number two is before getting to work. Many times, especially in seasons like summer or seasons of vacation or rest and just different life stages, many times your days can look very different. The work that comes from that can look different as well. Okay, the way you work, how you work, where you work, when you work can all be very different. But one thing I do and recommend you do as well, regardless of when you work, regardless of how long you work, regardless of where you find yourself sitting down to work, right? I would recommend that you spend five to 10 minutes getting clear on where you're headed for this work session. So the way this looks like is maybe I'm sitting down to work. I've got a chunk of time. Maybe it's nap time. Maybe the kids are at VBS. Maybe the kids are at school. Whatever that looks like, I've got a chunk of time, right? And maybe there's some things on my calendar like coaching calls or podcast interviews or whatever it is. But Before I get to any of that, I've got 10 to 15 minutes blocked off as a transition time to anchor me into this work session to begin to set those intentions. I'll spend those 15 minutes maybe looking at my tasks to do and blocking it out, saying, okay, I'll do this task for 15 minutes, then I got to hop on this coaching call. And then after that call, I've got 15 minutes to do all the tying up of ends after a call where I send them notes and do some other things and blah, blah, blah. That is kind of what that looks like. And you can do this by physically writing it down in your planner or blocking off the time in Google Calendar, which I actually like doing that because then you can actually color code to see where your time is going. And then I definitely recommend you set timers so that you can stay on task and be off. Okay, be off to the races and getting it done. I also like to use some apps to help with focus and really getting things done. I will actually share more about that today in the final part of this episode. But this routine really anchors me and helps transition into the work session for the day. This is such a powerful, powerful routine. So I want you to really consider having this in your day as well. So the third routine, I love this one. For so long, I never did this. But anyway, let me tell you what it is. This is the routine you would do, the rhythm you would have before going from work to mom life. (laughs) Okay, think about it. When we used to work at a job, we would have that transition time between the office and home where you would be able to, or the office and the daycare, where you would be able to think, you would be able to close your mind from work and you'd be able to open your mom, your home mind, and it just served as this great physical transition place, right? But 
think about it. When you're going from your office and your home to the baby's nursery to change a diaper or feed a bottle or, or whatever season of life you're in, right? It's a little bit harder to transition. And so what ends up happening is you're whipping your brain in and out of one mode to another. You go from like solving the world's biggest business problems and having all the kinds of marketing strategy and like changing the world with your clients to all of a sudden like dealing with temper tantrums and tears. It's it's really quite a jolt for your mind. So it would take me hours to get out of thinking about copy or strategy or this client's business or that client's business or, oh my gosh, you just had a 10K month. How amazing to whatever, right? So it would take me hours to snap out of that and into mom mode, if at all. And if I stayed in it, I would just be like resenting my day with my kids because all I wanted to do was be back in it. So actually being able to put a little bit of a bookmark on your day and just transition into mentally into mom mode is so, so huge. So I started doing this routine and it has changed the game for me. And it's really more of an intentional rhythm that I would weave in. Okay. So first off, like I mentioned, I tie up any ends from the day. This is also when you can choose to write the top three for tomorrow down. Now I'll talk to you about how you can put this into a different routine later, but this actually is where I prefer to put the top three for tomorrow because you're already in, you're already in it right now. You already know what you just accomplished. You already know kind of where you're headed and using that momentum to define your top three for tomorrow is huge. But this is key, right? This is key writing down your top three for tomorrow because the last thing you want to do is sit down tomorrow morning saying, okay, what am I going to do today? What are my top three for today? Instead, use your morning hours when you're typically very creatively awake, you're very energized, using that to do the top three instead of thinking about what they would be. Okay. So depending on how deep you might be in your work or in your brain at that point. Sometimes I also need, but like to journal. Okay. So if there's a lot of things coming up or my brain's just running mile a minute or I have all kinds of ideas and the strategy just came to my mind and there's not enough time to actually really dive into it. I'll just journal and get some things out. Spend about 10 minutes or so doing that. Or maybe if you're driving, you're going to pick up the kids or something. I'll speak out loud. This is one of the, my favorite things that I love to do while I'm driving, actually. I'll speak out affirmations. And if the kids are in the car, have them participate. That's my favorite thing to do as well. But yeah, so pretty much you don't have to be worried about people thinking you're talking to yourself because pretty much everybody has either Bluetooth headphones or Bluetooth in their car. So we all talk on the phone hands free. So yeah, nobody's going to think you're talking to yourself. This is a great time to be alive. This is very cool, right? So I will end this part usually with just a big deep breath and gratitude where I just I just think I just have this moment of gratitude and that's what the deep breath helps me do is really pulls me back into this moment and I just have gratitude for the fact that I'm able to switch back and forth so relatively effortlessly between mom life and business life and I just think this is a blessing this is a blessing and even if you're not completely experiencing your ideal mom life right now. Maybe you are still commuting to your job. Maybe you're not fulfilled in certain things or or income's a little bit tighter than you'd like it to be. Whatever it is, having gratitude for the fact that you've been able to make the choices you've made and live your life the way you've lived so far and you're making progress. 
having gratitude for that is only going to bring in more progress. So that is my favorite way to end that routine. So going into the final routine, which is, you guessed it, your evening routine. Okay. If you haven't yet already in your transition of work to mom life, at this point, you definitely want to write your top three for tomorrow and confirm your calendar. Also, I want you to think about, is there anything else you need to do to set yourself up for success the next day? Maybe you were expecting to have a call with somebody and you hadn't heard yet confirmed whether or not they were doing it. So that would be a great time to do that. Another little added thing I will add for you is this is when I usually like to take out meat from the freezer. So maybe tomorrow I'm making spaghetti. I need some ground beef in the freezer so or in the fridge to thaw, right? So this is when I'll take that stuff out. Um, maybe you need to wash some clothes for the next day, pack the backpacks. I'm typically a laundry in the morning kind of gal, but let's just say the kids have to wear a specific shirt to school the next day and it's dirty. There you go. You need to do it. So this is just really tying up the loose ends of the day, packing the backpacks, grinding the coffee, whatever that is. And I think we all have established evening routines to some extent. Okay. But the component that I really want to hark on and talk about is weaving in some time to just be and to grow, okay? And I'm still working on this one because I can just go all night. I'm kind of a night owl naturally. I have lots of ideas at night. I could get way caught up in things and it'd be way too late. And by the time I get in bed, there's not enough time to just be, to read, to learn, to grow, or any of those things that are important to me as well. So how will you nourish your body, your mind, and your soul tonight? before bed. As a kid, I remember having a hard time shutting my brain off at night to go to sleep. And I remember my dad telling me that when he had the same problem, he would just pray and talk to God and all of his thoughts would work themselves out. And he began to go to sleep, right? So this is still something I think about all the time. And this is something I do I still pray and get it out and think about those things, but this is true and it hasn't been a way for me to quiet the noise and to sleep. So how will you, maybe it's through journaling, maybe it's prayer, reading, whatever that is, but how will you begin to nourish yourself tonight before you go to bed and to set yourself up for success the next day? So I want to know, how will you be using these routines? How will you be taking some things, maybe adding your own to this kind of framework for your day. How will you do that? How will you weave these rhythms into your day? I want to hear from you specifically how you plan to put this into your life. So why don't you just take a moment and share this out on your Instagram stories with your friends and let them know about this ambitious motherhood cause because they need to be here having a party with us as well. Okay. And as you do that, tell me which rhythm you plan on integrating. And I would just love to hear, we'll just chat more in the Instagram DMs about how. That is really the key here is, sure, this was a great episode. You got some tangible things from it, right? But how are you, like, how are you actually going to begin implementing, right? I remember at the beginning of the year, my husband and I sat down and did an outline of different areas of our lives that we wanted to improve. And, and there were some things that required a how, right? Like, okay, we're going to we're going to start exercising more. Okay, cool. Yeah, but like like how, right? So like actually putting down the details of how, join a gym. Okay, cool. 
So even when we joined a gym, it wasn't, we didn't join the gym immediately. We thought, how are we going to integrate this? What days are we going to go? What is this going to look like? How is it going to fit into our schedule in our life? Because that's how you continue and keep habits. That's how you make things happen is when you integrate them into your life. You have a plan for that. So by the time we signed up for the gym, I already knew that we were going five days a week. We were, I was going to make it happen on this, this, and this, and this is how we were going to fit it into a schedule. And we were going to go together on these days and separately on these days and all of that stuff. So you've got to take some time to really integrate how you're going to make it happen. Okay. So I definitely want you to think about those things. And if you need any help with the how that you will integrate it, just send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Fleming. You can find me there and we'll chat more about that. But these routines, these anchor points in your day, can help you so much in being more effective in your mom life, being more effective in your business, for your clients, for yourself, and just being more effective overall. Okay, so I want to invite you to begin to put these into your day. Okay, so let's go ahead and transition into the final portion of these solo episodes, which is where I tell you what I am reading and what I am loving. And y'all, it has become a running joke, but I have a different book every single time. Oh my gosh, actually three got delivered in the last week. I actually just had one delivered today. That's not the one I was going to tell you about, but I am going to read it today because I'm so excited about it. Maybe I'll tell you about it next time. Okay, but the one that I am currently reading right now, it's on my nightstand, is Leader Shift by John Maxwell. Okay, John Maxwell, y'all, he's like the OG. He is so good. It's got so many good, good books, so many good nuggets. I just love reading it. I haven't done like a legit leadership book in a while. I've mostly been reading sales psychology, psychology, communication, brain science. What else have I been reading? Yeah, just create like just all the things, right? So I'm excited about that one. So what I'm loving, y'all, I'm such a nerd. I'm like sitting here thinking, what am I loving right now? And it's all very hilarious. So What I am loving right now is this past weekend, I was getting really sick of this one cabinet in my kitchen that has coffee cups. It has some of the medicine that we use on a more infrequently basis, like Zyrtec for allergies and stuff like that in this cabinet. And it also has my essential oils and markers, like pens and stuff. And it was just getting really annoying. Like I hated opening it. It was just a mess. Things fell out. Nothing looked good. And so not all of my essential oils were stinking in this cabinet. So I fixed it. Okay. So that's also another tip. If you ever have any areas of your home, maybe you've organized your entire home once before and like there's just places that have become hot spaces again, right? Hot buttons for you. They annoy you or whatever. So whenever that happens, I just, I handle it, right? So I didn't handle the entire house. I didn't redo the entire house. I just handled this cabinet. And so what I did was, I went ahead, I'll have to show you guys on Instagram. (laughs) If you guys want to know the details, send me a message or something. But I bought these little plastic things that are meant to hold four by six photos. And they sit in this, it is so hard to explain this. They sit in this like little holder. So there's like six different little, little, almost like pencil holders. That's the way I'm using them. And they sit in this thing so you can pull out the ones you need. So I have like two or three for me, like my favorite pens that I use for whiteboards and stuff my Sharpies. So there's three. And then the girls have their markers, they have their crayons, and there's the other one. I think more Sharpies. I don't know. Anyway, 
they're there. Paintbrushes, maybe something like that. Also, I bought a big plastic rack thing to hold all my essential oils. And I'm loving it because of the way it looks. I'm not loving the way it came because it came completely dismantled and it was a pain in the behind to set up. I did not set it up. I asked James to do it for me and he did not like it. I said, well, it's a good thing I'm not opening a nail salon because we would need a lot more of these. But anyway, I'll share a picture on social media this week about this. But, oh, it's so glorious opening it up and seeing all my favorite coffee mugs, seeing my essential oils so beautifully aligned, seeing my go-to like medicine that we typically use, not medicine, but like just supplements and such, being able to easily pull them out of the cabinet. So, oh my gosh, that is what I am loving right now. Organization, Amazon buys. All that is so, so, so fun. So, oh gosh, I am such a nerd. Get excited about plastic bins and pens and essential oils. Yeah. Okay. Please tell me y'all are my people and you get me. (laughs) But anyway, guys, I hope that you have found some routines and rhythms in this episode today that you can begin to incorporate into your life. But I look forward to catching you guys on the next episode and sharing more with you about our pursuit of ambitious motherhood.